92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Rico, how many kids you got? Three? Two. Two girls? One girl, one boy. Then why did you say that that uh, the women's in women's For bat- my daughter. You said daughter. I said daughter. Oh, so then you're trying to say my LASIK ain't working. Yeah. Then, okay. I was I thought I knew you had I thought you had two, and then I was like, daughters. I was like, well, you know, maybe you have one off the books. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel just what what yeah huh what's going on well, now I now I'm confused right, 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 right. wait a minute is, is, is this breaking Re- news hey, Rico got that good hair though he do he got Rico. that nice hey, no Rico. hey hey let me tell you something my dad has hair like that I I never forget this I he came into Buffalo for for a game and uh, this is back like I think you could fly to Minneapolis to Buffalo back then it was like eighty eight bucks on like. It was either Northwest Airlines at that time. It would, they would always compete in like maybe AirTran when they first were getting getting started. Good old AirTran. So I picked him up on a Friday, you know, because that was the best time, you know, kind of a little bit light practice. And I remember we went to eat, and it kind of – it was later in the season because I remember by the time we got done eating, it was darker out. And I had this old truck, you know, it had a little system in there or whatever. And my mm-hmm. cousin is – I mean, he's a wild man, you know. I mean, he's more hype. He come in more hype for the game than I am. Well, we pick my dad up, or he gets in the back, and he we had the booming system, you know, or I don't know, like radio, you know, music going. He turns the bass up. My dad starts MNF at us, cussing us out. He's like, you need to turn that down. We look back, and he has a fro. If you see my dad, somehow, if you could put, you know, two and two together, he has no gray hair. So, obviously, he's just for men as a – Sponsor of, of of Chuck Foreman, right? But his head was like as the bass was going, his hair was his hair was moving. It was the funniest thing ever, man. I just and I see Rico that just just brought it back. That that's happened before. Yeah, that's happened before. Back when everybody has subs in their cars, yeah. And now nobody does apparently. See, I had the big afro, but my I have thin hair. I have but a is lot. Your, of hair, but is but, your, but was your hair coarse? No. See, his is like we used to call those buffalo waves. Nice and his is like silk. When I combed out my, so I would I would get corn rolls at night, and then when I wake up in the morning, I would comb it out. Right. And then I'd come back and do it again. So you're just a pain freak then. You like corn rolls? Well, 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 the phrase is, I'm not tender headed. Oh, okay. I'm not tender headed. So tender headed is when somebody goes to braid your hair and you wince and you are in pain. Because there are people that'll do it really tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it is a thing. If the biggest thing we've talked about, the reason why I won't grow an afro here 
it one, it would be Greg, but that's okay. Yeah, you need to do that. It'd be okay. I think you should. But I don't have yeah. anybody here. Who would braid my hair? Oh, every there's, day. There's, we can get that done. There's people some, here. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I got somebody Lincoln, for you. But I know so what I'm so, so maybe you, we need to say if the uh, the is the Washington Commanders. Yeah. See now, you know how hard it was to go from the Redskins. They were gonna to, go. They were gonna go DC Commanders. But I'm just saying. You know how many times I've accidentally said the Redskins. Now we're you uh-huh. got used to the football team. You get what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Now we're the Commanders. I saw, um, I saw a joke on Twitter. That I can't say on air. But now, <laughs> now DP. Yeah. We gotta have something for wins and losses. If they win, or, well, if they or, win the division, if they win the division, if they win the division, I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. go throw, throw, and throw, and I got somebody that can braid you up. Here we go. Oh, hey, you'd be like like a. Was it Tukey or something? Tukey, the the old uh, gangster crip that that's in prison. <laughs> yeah, oh. that'd be. Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be like the OG. You know what I'm saying? Tukey, uh, Tukey Williams. I think so. Yeah, Tukey yeah, Williams. Yeah. And, yeah. I I think Becky would lose her mind because oh. she understands when the when the salt and pepper corn rolls hit and the afro hit, attention is coming. Like the <laughs> attention is coming. Like people are. Going, uh, hey, DP. No, right. Chill, back up. Back up. Chill, chill, chill. No, it, it, it's that having somebody that would braid it. And then so that thing of being in a car with the subwoofers or being in the wind, yeah. my afro would move with the wind. Just like flowing. Yeah, it would It would, It would. would go back and forth. And then in basketball, every now and then I would put the headband on. With the afro. With the oh, afro. Oh, I like that. I like with that. With the afro just to mess with people. Yeah. And in baseball – it sat my my hat sat on top of the front. Oh no! See, so I would lose it. I could never put a hat on. Oh. I, I would it lose was, it. It's, well, too, it's too thick. I couldn't. I can't pull it. It hey. doesn't work. Well, that's why when I so I would hit a ball in the gap and I would just <laughs> flip the, 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 the bill of the Gone. cap. Gone. So I can like, ain't no point. I'll pick it up later. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll leave be it out there. Nobody hey, just it. get it on the way into the uh, dugout. Just right. Leave it right. out there. Oh no! It was it was the first base coach. He knew like if I was going to turn, you know, turn that corner. Right. Flip, flip the bill with the I finger. It would fly back. Um, I don't think I ever, other than the ho- on home runs, I don't think I ever made a trip around the bases with, 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 with your hat on, with with, the, with my helmet on. Hey man, there, there's a, a team. I think it, I don't know, 14U or whatever. Midwest Clutch. They got a young brother on their team named Marshawn. I call him Money. Marshawn Jefferson, great kid, right? And he has, you know kind of like he can he can cornrow he can throw he has you know a lot of hair when he wears his hat because it's so much man he, it sits up on it like a nebraska farmer <laughs> and every time i see him i was like marshawn you need to pull that bad boy down at least cock it to the side or something you know what i'm saying but he's I, like he's but he's like i can't no, you know what i mean because of his hair it's there. well it's no just... you but if you put it if you tilt the hat your fro becomes tilted right right and, and, then, and, then, and then, then throw him off a little bit well but this so you would do it sometimes and then Man, I'll never forget this. So, we had a a, a booster event for the high school <clears throat> for baseball, and this is we were going to the state championships, right? right. We we're going to state tournament, and it was that day. And I gotten off early, had it corn rolled, so I showed up with cornrows, and right. I had my hat. You know, God forbid, I put my hat on backwards, right? Right. So people saw me differently, right? right? That that yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when they see you differently, it's like. Huh. Okay. And one mom was like, oh, God bless her because she was amazing. Uh, her name was Miss Dunlap. And she was like, Derek, 
you should wear that every day. And I said, well, coach won't let me. And she goes, oh, I'll go talk to him. Oh. like she it, was, like, it was like blindside. You know blindside? When, oh, when, oh uh, yep. She went and talked to the coach? Yep. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Well, oddly enough, here's the true story. That day, that day so my high school was pretty prominent. We, right. we had a really good high school. So guys like Brian Blados and yeah. Robert Oxendine and Eric Sievers and Reggie Harrison and all those guys come from there. But after – so when we had a day a night game, we would hang out at school because I lived on the other side of the county. So you, I would find friends to hang out with. Right. Well, for that tournament, for that stretch, I was hanging out with, from Blindside, Sandra Bullock. Oh. <laughs> so we would go to her house right. after school and we'd just hang out. Right. And it was her, uh, another friend, Kristen Withers, um, and we would just sit on the curb outside of the, outside of the house. And this is a pretty hoity-toity area. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's a different neighborhood. Yeah. And there's this little black kid with cornrows hey. sitting out in the neighborhood. So it, it's like, wait a minute, uh, what's going on? What, what, we okay? Yeah, like, you're good. Y'all okay? I'm like, yeah, we good. Like, don't worry about don't it. Don't fit the script, right? And then I went into the locker room with full cornrows. I came out of the locker room for the game with the full afro, right? And they about lost it. <laughs> Like it was like you was like bat you was like Superman. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Wait, go wait. in, <laughs> right, right? Clark Kent. Right, I go in. I'm cool where's the other one? Yeah. <laughs> where's the other? Where's the other Derek? Um, it's crazy though. Like uh, <laughs> when I played in Houston, I grew like I was superstitious in in the sense of you know I kind of was growing my hair out and I was playing really well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and and I don't have good hair like. Rico and so so it took a while like especially because you're always in and out of the shower you know because you work out in the morning shower practice shower shower you know at night or whatever hey one of the brothers was like hey he came over to me he's like Jake your hair looked like Bob and it was early you know because we used to have this thing called the breakfast club we'd work out eat breakfast and watch tape right and I'm walking in there and he's like your hair looked like Bob matter of fact it's Aaron Glenn he's the D coordinator I think of Detroit up for the for the New Orleans job He's like, your hair look like Bob. I was like, Bob who? He's like, Bob Wire. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to jack little Aaron up, man. He was like, that was my dude, man. So, I'm not I'm not sure what I would have done with Rico's hair. Like, if Oh, I there's had, plenty that you had done. I mean, I, mostly, I, I just imagine Rico right now. Rico, I'm telling you, if you had the full, just even keep it thick up here, on the, you know, here, mm-hmm. and just had the side shave for Mr. T and then have a nice little goatee, hey, you could do a lot with that. Dog. Oh yeah, I, hey, I then do, I could do practically whatever like, I want so, with so this Jay, hair. You can see, like, yeah, I had lots of hair. Yeah, yeah. I could do practically whatever I want. Then mostly, could, mostly in high school it was just either afro or I just cut you, it all off. Yeah, then really you could get the, you it. could also get it a little braided up in the back, get you a little rat tail going, being old school. <laughs> Not doing that. Hey, one. Hey, when what? I get when I get the cornrows, I got yeah. them. I got them twice before. When I got them the first time, it was my sophomore year. I was going to state track. I was long jumping. I was like, I don't, I don't want to cut my hair because right. we're going down to Louisiana right after. Right. So I just got a corn road, uh, jump, jump, didn't do very well. So we left, got down to Louisiana. Uh, it's like a almost uh, uh, twenty hour drive. It's, right. It was terrible. Um, and I'm sitting, I'm scratching my head. My mom's like, you need to stop scratching. I was like, can we just take these out? So we took them out, and he didn't grease. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't grease his hair. Uh uh-uh. uh He look, didn't grease. Look, his I ain't guy. mad at him though. Looked like. Look like uh, Corbin Blue at a high school musical. You you didn't you see this is the thing and uh, there's a texture texture and said Washington wins the Super Bowl. DP has to do and they they have the the soul, soul glow. glow. 
Soul Glow. Like, I never did. You be like the dude on uh, Coming to America, dude, yeah. where you guys sit, can't sit on the couch? Yeah. Like, with the blue, I, put plastic in the chair. We're going to put chair. a plastic bag on yeah. the back of the I never, I never, I never Jerry Curl. I had a Jerry Curl once. I ne- oh. Did you? Oh, oh we need God. a picture. Are there pictures of it? We need a has it. picture Because I liked, I was, I was, it was, you know, like how you have somebody that, I yeah, was, Minnesota I, was a thing, like uh, Ready for the World, right. but I, in Pranson. But I love Michael Jackson, right? And I got the jacket with the zippers on it and all that. You couldn't <laughs> tell me that, so she did Jerry Curl. It probably lasted about two or three days because, again, we need pictures. My hair was not conducive to that, man. We need pictures. Hey, you want to hear a funny ask. story before we, we get ask. into get we into sports? Yeah. Get the pictures. So yeah. when you show up as a, when we showed up as a freshman class, you know it's kind of like you know you had pictures, and so yeah. It was, you know, it was all our, all our parents, you know, grant my grandma had always wanted, you know, you always want to make sure you look, you know, she's, you know, after two a days or whenever we would take team pictures and we're all true freshmen. She's like, make sure you go get your hair cut. So, you know, you're not looking busted. Right. Oh, you tell them you, you tell them so, gospel right now. So, you know, it was me, Mike Rucker, Trey Creighton. Uh, we all ran together. Uh, T- Octavius McFarlane, probably Eric Warfield. We went over and got our hair cut. But then we had a, a defensive lineman named Eric Nelson uh, who had to, like he had a high top and a shag, right? Mm-hmm. Big old block. And then we had a guy named Jason Wiltz who had like Rico's hair. You know, he's from New Orleans. So he had that like mm-hmm. he had a little bit of French in him. Mm-hmm. So we all go get our hair cut, right? Thinking that we're going to do it. Hey, before we even got there, that, that was it. They brought us in there. Shave that stuff all off. When if you, hey, you know what I'm saying? Because that was it. Let me tell you something. If you want to see some brothers crying, yo, mm. they don't know. You don't understand. You, the people pain. don't understand the pain of that. But it was so funny because Wilson was like 280 pounds and Eric was, you know, about the same. So you know, you think they the biggest and baddest. The boys was they they was hurt for like two weeks. They didn't even practice good because of their hair. It was it was so we did. I mean, that was how it worked. So yeah. I made it through two a days. With the full fro until mom found out that it was picture day. And I was like, okay. So they were taking football picture, team picture, and senior picture. Yeah. Look a little, look a little, look at Rico. That's you? Yeah. That's like freshman year of high school. Dang. Right? You're looking like a little mini Bell Biv DeVoe. Right? Well, they, I had, no, here you go. Here you they, go. I they, had the color contacts and everything. Oh, and see, now you didn't lost me there. You didn't lost me. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom got me color contacts. No, don't blame it on mom. I needed Not, contacts, yeah, yeah, and she was like, "You want color contacts?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever." No, nope. no, no, no. Let's no, just go. No, just start no, sports. I, 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 just I go believe. right into sports. I, I don't I, even I, believe Rico it. has just he's I, I on the downward. Believe. He's on. That was my on, hey freshman year. He's high on school. the ADP. Hey, what? It's the Winter Olympics now, right? Right. What's the what's the what's the thing when they come down and take that jump? Luge. Oh no! Oh no! He just did the the. Yeah, no, no, he's the one where you kind of get the moggles. That's right. It. He, he's already at the end. We, we got to move on, folks. I, I just. You you, you wore uh, color contacts. It was for we're, a couple months. Here come the excuses, mom. It's not an excuse. Months. It's not, I was for a couple months. I'm just disappointed. You, you wore Can color contacts. What happened in sports? My, fresh, my freshman year of high school. Can we just Never go wore on to the women's basketball that. game? Never uh, wore them after that. 402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman text line. Please text in. Call in on the Honda Lincoln uh, Hotline. We uh, have just lost all momentum. Show, show, put yourself. I'm not showing the. No, I'm not no, showing no, the no, 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 I'm no, not no, 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 no. We have lost Jay, all momentum. Right, like he has to. He has Rico. to share that. See, this is the thing. People, so I ran into somebody and they were like, <clears throat> "How you like Rico?" I'm like, "Oh, he's great." He's like, "You guys got good mojo." So we've been kind of steadily going. 
Did I lose all of it? Not all of it, but dang, Rico, you just hit me with a Mike Tyson body blow. Hey, you remember when it they- was a it was a big thing back then. No, it wasn't. No, it, yes, was, it was. No, it, it my, really was. My wasn't. freshman, a freshman year of high school, everybody was getting color contacts. Yes. In Bellevue? Yes. It, it, yeah, it, that, it, see, that's some Omaha brothers. That's the Metro brothers. They a little different. Just Took my no. man back there laughing too because he knows. <laughs> that is no excuse. That's Bellevue West. I hear you. I, I, you, I, Be- I, you Bellevue West mm-hmm. best, right? I hear you. Hey, well, Strickland went to Bellevue. We're going to yeah. ask him if that was a thing then. How about that? Uh, that's too then you back. get Then you get credit. No. Uh, it's in the water up there, so we're going to ask him. You know what, Dan and Lincoln, you're absolutely right. So it seems about right. Rico also wears heels, heels around the house. Remember he told us that he wore his – He's Prince. He's Prince. All right. And Sanderson says, yeah, no, Rachel's actually, color contracts were never really a thing. They yeah. were a thing. Like, That's Rico, why they you, sold them. Rico, you, you can't You to tell me it wasn't say, a thing and people – and they sold them? You can't just he say – You know, they're like Millie Vanilli and stuff, man. Right. You can't just say. You, you right. confusing. Right. Hey, you know what you were doing? You had so many girls and they they would both try to say they were dating you. And then you just say, well, ask her what color my eyes are. One day it would be brown. And you already got green. Green, but, yeah. Nope, wasn't me. I had to make sure. <laughs> yeah. That's the other. It's, this is my see, twin. You see how we got down? I see you, man. I see you. You know, we had, and then we got, I got, grandma made me get the haircut the day she found out we were taking team and we were taking team and senior pictures together. My I grandma, didn't have that. My grandma hates my, my grandma hates when I grow my hair out. Hey, when I, uh, because I grew up mainly with my dad and I, and I would go to, you know, high school pictures, my stuff was looking busted. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that I, I would never forget this. The shirt that I thought was smooth and mm-hmm. in, in my senior year in high school, I was rocking it. Like when I got down here, they're like, nah. nah. Oh, college. Th- th- that's the whole thing about college is they don't tell you the dress you're, code. Well, you're you're also going to change. Like if yeah. you're if, if you don't if you leave the area that you're in, yeah. you're not going to come back home the same. No, because I, had- I went as a preppy because I went to a predominantly right. white high school. The afro and cornrows were the only things I could hold on to. Right, <laughs> like like I, you know, it was like we like this is the only thing we need. Hey, no 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 public enemy music. No run DMC, but we let you have uh, Afro cornrows. Okay, ready to break. You get I could not wear the cornrows in game. Dang. Wait, why? Oh, oh, you understand? This is this is 1979, 1980 oh, okay, yeah. in Virginia. Okay, I think it's just ten years after and, they just yeah allowed right. black folks to go to the same high school. Right. Well, okay. no, I mean, so I mean the the entire busing thing, yeah. like. I'm the alpha case, right? So you think all the Remember the Titan stuff that was yeah. going on in 1971? Well, in 1969, 1970, mm. 1970, so they had done testing, and they were looking for kids who they could put take out of the black school in my neighborhood, and then bus to, to white yeah. neighborhoods, white schools. And they told my mother, "Well, you're because not everybody on my street got bused, right?" So I was plucked out of one school, put in another school where I and had to looked ride at differently at where you live. Five, yeah, because when you come home, you think you are. Right? When you come home, right? They don't think about that when they make the decision. You get, it, you get it both sides, right? Oh, it was never, it was never balanced at all. Like I caught, and so here's here's the list of things. So first of all, on bus, there's f- six people on the bus. 
<laughs> the first day that we go to to the new school, there's a picket. Like they're picketing us showing up. Right. Like there are people, like grown people with my name on a sign talking about go home. And I'm like, how do these people know? Why are you mad at me? I don't know you. Yeah. Like I don't know you. That's tough, man. Principal and police had to get on the bus and walk me safely into school. Then it became as you assimilate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I was put in band, concert band, mm-hmm. or concert orchestra. So I played concert cello. Now imagine going back from the white neighborhood to the black neighborhood. With a cello? With a cello every day. You want, you want to talk having a fight every day? <laughs> like I had to fight every day because I had a cello. And then I went to <laughs> a concert bass, which is bigger. More trouble. And if I hadn't played sports, it I would have been considered Urkel. Well, that's the you know that's the great. Now we'll get on the um great thing about sports it it can break a lot of barriers. You know what I mean? And it can in in both ways, right? Yeah. So you know, I'm sure. And this is you know, you can talk freely about this, and it's not cringeworthy. You know, you know Nebraska in 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 um in the big scheme of things was one of the first schools in my opinion in the midwest to welcome african american players like i'm talking about what, you know long long time ago mm-hmm. so you got to think as time went on as there as more became you know playing athletics or participating in a, athletics at nebraska uh it helped you know ease some of the angst of some of the people but then when you think about it inside of a locker room right and you in it this can we'll get into recruiting next just because you're recruiting these guys and this has to go into it or I assume it does is that when you're in a locker room and you're playing a sport all that stuff generally and hopefully goes away but then it's also helping to educate guys you know in a vacuum in, of high intensity so the learning curve is magnified and intensified to like the hundredth degree but then also think about this right say um, you recruited a kid way back, just say, let's say 1970, it's an easy year. And I know it was before this, but just say you come from, okay, where my mom's from is Meridian, Mississippi. That is 99.9% African-American, right? Mm-hmm. And then he comes to, or he or she comes to the University of Nebraska is, is playing a sport. And then say like you're playing, just say you're playing linebacker, you know, mm-hmm. and then say the, they Nebraska also recruited a linebacker from, let's just do far as west as we can, Scott's Bluff. Right, which is probably ninety nine point nine percent white, Caucasian, whatever the I don't get it. Listen, for you people out there, I don't know the the the, the terms, so I don't want to hear that I'm not doing it right. But okay, <laughs> let's I'm trying to say So at the end of the day you got two people showing up that haven't seen each other. Right? Mm-hmm. So then you gotta think and then just say just like uh you know, in life, then they like, oh, man, this dude is just like me. He just looks a little different. And then you got relationships, and then they go out there and play. And that's the great thing about sports. And I'll say this before we go to break. One of the best conversations I had when I first moved from DMV, Frederick, Maryland, D.C. area, mm-hmm. um, to Minnesota, or we did. And I was on the bus. Brian Jacobs, who's a lifelong friend of mine. Um, and I'm look, dude, at, at the time I got to Eden Prairie, it wasn't. I wasn't the only one, but there was only a few. So we stuck together just because we didn't know any better, right? And a great thing about Eden Praise, we used to have this thing, African-American studies and a group together that we'd talk about 
you know, what are we feeling? What do you feel like? Do you see, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then as, you know, more, you know, minorities moved in of all different backgrounds, then it grew. Mm-hmm. But I remember being on the bus with Brian Jacobs. I would never forget it. And I remember it was cold like the day, but there was, we, I'd sit, we'd always sit in the back of the bus and we'd be, we'd always be talking about sports, right? And I remember it was cold and stuff. And I remember actually where we, what street we were on or whatever. And we were talking and he was like sitting there and you know, it was, was kind of odd. And we were young, man. I think sixth grade. He was like, Jay, can I ask you a question? And that, and of course I was thinking he's going to ask me about my dad. Right. But it wasn't about that. And I'm like, yeah, what I'm thinking, expect he's going to ask, you know, what's it like to have a famous dad or whatever. Cause that's what everybody was asking yeah. once they figured it out. Yeah. He was like, why do people say that you're black, but your skin is brown. Yeah. And it was the most innocent question and then I didn't know the answer, so I was like, man, let me get back to you. So I went and asked my dad, <laughs> right, right? Right, right? So then the next morning, I'm so excited to get on the bus. I'm like, Brian, I, I got, I got an answer. the answer. And he was like, to what? You know what I mean? Because it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But you got to think, from that point on, or not that point on, we played all sports together. He lives in Chicago now, um, you know, married two kids, um, you know, works on like the you know financial district. And his mom, Kathy, worked in the office, and his dad was a lawyer, right? So you got to think like that's a relationship that was built just based. I mean, we played sports together, so that's how we knew each other. But, you know, great thing about Brian, he saw me. I didn't know anything. I would just go sit, you know, somewhere where, you know, I didn't know anybody. And then he just come up and, hey, dude, uh, you know, and at that time, point in time, to be honest with you, he was on the A team and I was a new kid. They just stuck me on the B team. But, you know, we co-practice in, in basketball. So that's the great thing about sports. And so when you think about recruiting, I always tell people about Coach Osborne. I think he was on last night, right? Uh, last week. Last week, my bad. And or Des Moines was last night yeah. with the teammates. The great thing that people don't give Coach Osborne enough credit for, and maybe they do, but one of the things I think he was maybe ahead of people as far as in the coaching industry, just because of his background, obviously, in psychology and – being open, more open-minded to um, people from different backgrounds, different people from different educational backgrounds, because you know Nebraska was really big in the props. You know, I know that Vershawn had Michael Booker on. Um, is that he did a really good job of matching up? You know, I just talked about Brian Shaw and the crossover, right? Ben Butenbach. Um, then you got me, Tony Ortiz, who's from Brooklyn. Then you got Eric Johnson, um, and then you had like say Jamel, and then you know. You know, my freshman year, my roommate was Grant Wistrom. He's from Webb City, Missouri. Webb that's City. How the, that's how the bridges are, are built. Right. But that's it's crazy they, that, you know, me and Grant were, you know, I guarantee you there wasn't a lot of brothers in Webb City. And yeah, I guarantee yeah. you he wasn't playing a lot against them on Friday, whenever they played. It, but, you know, I know he went on a recruiting trips. So I know, you know. Well, let, hold that. We'll talk. It's at 9 o'clock because there's yeah. a lot of, 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 of meat to this. So let's. Get that at 9 right. o'clock where we can stretch our, our legs with it. Sure. It's good timing for it. Uh, don't go anywhere. Rico will tell us what's up here on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.